Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Oh my goodness. Thank goodness it does. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. That's right. You know what, Ed? What? Beyond... Beyonce? No, not Beyonce. I was going to say... What do you say when you say in spite of popular belief? Um, what do you say in spite of popular belief? Um, contrary? Contrary to popular belief, Ed, it's all a mirage. It's all a mirage. And funny enough, that's today's show title. It's only a mirage with Richard Mirage. The greatest discovery we can make is that life is an inside job. Don't let scary news or thoughts hijack your reality. Instead, see God active where the problem seems to be. On today's episode, Daryl and Ed remind listeners that maintaining our faith or joyful expectancy toward whatever the day brings will always transform it into a blessing. And during the second segment, Unity Minister Richard Mirage saves the day with today's daily word, which is power. Uh, what, what is the title, really? It's only a mirage or it's, it's all a, a mirage? No, it's only a mirage. It's only a mirage. So the inspiration for this show was actually a talk given by... Reverend Richard Mirage. I do recommend uh, their Unity of Phoenix uh, Spiritual Center uh, face, uh, not face, YouTube page. Well, it might be on Facebook also. I think it is. We'll talk to Reverend Richard in a little while. But I also on YouTube, the the talks that they uh, are there, and uh, it was I believe the title was this messy mag- this magnificent messy life or this messy magnificent life. And Daryl and I were talking about it. But wait, Ed was actually filling me in on what he heard because I hadn't seen it yet. That's right. That's right. And so, um, and I listened to the the, the first part of the, the talk and, and we started talking about it and we were starting to talk about how the beauty of these tools, uh, of this way of seeing things is that we, when we really tap into this sort of God consciousness no, or the Christ it. consciousness. Yeah, it reminded me that everything's consciousness. Yes. And that's when all, because we were in the, that's right. We were in the chamber. That's right. No, no, we were, I was driving and no. we were, and I thought, oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I was driving. Why did I think we were at the chamber? Who knows? Okay, well then I finally said, I said, wait a minute. 
I go, this is perfect. It's all life no, is conscious. That's not how it happened at all. You just started going. You yelled, it's all a mirage. Oh, yeah. That's and I right. said, that's the perfect title for a show with Reverend Richard Mirage. That's right. So that became the title because what we're saying is when we get caught up in our nightmares, our bad, you know, those moments where it feels like we're sinking, where everything becomes overwhelming, when we drop back into like meditation, realigning our thinking with the divine support that is always present. Poof, it all that all that fear, doubt, and worry vanishes. And then we realize, whoa, that was all a mirage. Yeah, you have. Well, because I remember I jotted something down um, that the morning before or that same morning about how, you know, the things we hear or the, the, the news we hear or even the thoughts in my head, I have to be careful not to let them hijack my reality. Yes. Because the reality is that all is in divine order yes. and all things work together for good. But at any moment during my day, I can allow any number of thoughts. It could be something from the past or something I'm projecting in the future or something I hear on the radio. Right. And I have the choice in that moment whether or not I'm going to allow it to hijack my reality because there was a great Emmett Fox. I don't have it in front of me. And it's called the mental ascent. Yes. And the, really the only thing we have to be careful is anything we allow our mind to ascent to. And it means that if I'm allowing and my ascent mind, is about agreement. Agreement. Correct. Yes. And once I do that, my imagination takes over. And if it's something positive, it's very good. And it's going to contribute to my reality. And my circumstances will always correspond yes. to the atmosphere of the the tone of my thoughts. And if my thoughts are positive, I think something positive or I read something spiritual, you know, you could just read the right line or you hear something on a podcast, right? Or a, yes. a talk. And all of a sudden my mind starts clicking into, like you said, the, the divine, the natural positive flow of life, the, yes. the divine harmony, the harmony of the universe. And I and and you see evidence of it everywhere you go. It's almost like every light turns green. You're I'd call my friend. You're not going to believe it how this worked out, but it's also true because the law is the law that if I allow my mind to grab some, a hold of anything negative, I start my imagination. If I don't pull it away quickly with an affirmation or a call a friend or you know to help or snap a quiet me moments of just slowing down, slowing down. Go. Maybe I'm hungry. Maybe I need to take a breather, a rest, or a nap. Maybe I need to go for a walk. If I don't, if I don't heed that as a warning, then I could do all sorts of damage with my thinking. And then what always follows my thinking, my my words. And you know, words once you once they come out, you can't put them back in. <laughs> and, yeah. And then there's my actions. So, uh, but. The great news is don't think, oh, my God, I'm thinking negative thoughts. My whole reality is going to you know, conspire against me because the general atmosphere of the universe is positive and positive thoughts have way more power and significance yes, yes. in our lives than negative ones. They've even measured thoughts and shown that positive thoughts have a much more powerful frequency than negative ones. But if I'm not mindful of this, I will start believing that my outer reality is my reality instead of. It's an inside job. And it's a reflection of yes. our inner reality. That's why it's all mirage. And that's why I love this reading from uh, May Rowland, who says, uh, make joy a habit. Because I didn't realize this before. I thought the joy was always a, a reaction to what was happening. Yes, of course. That's what I 
with that. And I didn't realize that it's a mental oh. habit of choosing oh. to be joyful. Can I say but, something? No, no, no. True <laughs> happiness is not dependent on conditions. True happiness is not dependent on conditions, says May Rowland. It is not dependent on other persons or on things. It derives from our attitudes of yes. mind. True happiness is an outgrowth of developing the habit of joy. Now say it. I bet it'll fit perfectly. It does. It fits even better. Nothing happens by mistake. That's right. So uh, every morning, Ed and I, you know, not we don't live together like Ernie and Bert. And maybe some of you think that, but <laughs> like Ernie and Bert on Sesame One Street. One bed. Yeah. No, they had two. Oh, that's beds. two beds, right? Yeah, that's with right. the light stand in between. Yes. So. Uh, Actually, we have our own separate lives with our own separate wives in separate parts of the town. Right. But the thing that we do join each other in doing without physically joining one another, but it's really the fellowship of the spirit. Yes. And Ed, when Ed does his meditations with his uh, with his uh, elementary school class. Yes. Which he said on the last show, and I'm going to repeat it for him because I think it's the greatest thing to let to have the children be aware of that we're not alone in our meditating right now, that all over the world at this exact time, yes. there are people we don't even know, people on, from different countries that don't even speak the same language, and they're meditating with us. That's right. That's right. Because part of the mirage we're talking about, part of the, the key beliefs underneath it is that we're separate, we're cut off, we're not supported, we're alone. Yes. And so what you're saying is one of the keys to getting out of the mirage. Yes. Because... It's a me, me, me. What if, what if I got to protect something called me and I got to, you know, and whenever we act like that, Daryl's taught me, it's called leading with the chin. I call it also pulling other people into my, my nightmare. If I act out of that fear, I start pulling yes. others in. So anyway, go ahead. So we recommend, highly recommend, I've been doing it since I was introduced to the Daily Word yes. in 1986 right. uh, by a, a mentor and to, to get in this healthy habit of starting your day with a morning a spiritual routine, something simple. No, don't make a, set the bar low, man. This guy just said, hey, can you give yourself seven minutes before you rush out the door into your miserable day? Yes. And I said, yes, I could do that. And we read some inspirational books with our coffee and then our mind, then our thoughts start to get in alignment with the, po with the you know positive yeah. stream of life. I start feeling hopeful. And after that, we uh, jot down our best attempt of what God's will is for us for the day, our to-do list. And what also comes up is some things I may have read or some inspiration I could use for myself throughout yes. the day. And this goes along great with our show yes. and what you just read. This was just like two days ago. This is my journal. I call it a journal because I'm from New Jersey and it sounds like journal, but it really is a journal, a joy. No, because it's the type of journal that makes you feel good about being you. Yes. At least it does that for me. Yes. So I started thinking, once I, just like she said, once I achieve this, or once I get that, you know, once I get this girlfriend, once I finish college, you know, right. whatever it is, all will be well. But then I wrote, instead, the reverse is true. Once I'm grateful for what is, all corresponds. And it's like that truth that I'm not happy because I'm rich. I'm rich because I'm happy. And if I use joy as my true north and weed out the discordant thoughts you yes. know, with the help of friends or meditation or positive readings or anything to right. keep these discordant thoughts from taking hold, by remaining happy and joy, I'm in the flow. And affluence, the word affluence, literally the origin of the word is to be in the flow. Yes. And we start attracting the prosperity, right. whether it's in good health, happiness, right. Love, 
success, opportunities, and money. Right, right. And then when we're in the mirage, the fear, we personalize other people's fears, doubts, oh, and worries. And it all yes. because our thoughts are so magnetic that if we're yes. on that fear frequency, our my, my mind will pull and attract me to other fear thoughts in the environment. I'm teaching via Zoom for the school district right now. And not only that, but I teach in what is called moderate to severely disabled class. So a lot of the things I do are very specific to my students. It's not, but I go to a lot of trainings that are geared towards general ed teachers. And, you know, it's like I'm sitting in all of these things. And then I got people who want to be of help, but they're, I don't know, they're, if they're coming, if they're caught up in their own anxiety, then they're, the way they want to help can even feel like it reinforces a feeling of fear. Well, right? It feels like a head pat. Right. Or it feels like you're not doing enough, yes. whatever. It could feel like a, all manner of things, maybe because they're in a panic when they're, you know. So what I've realized is I have to keep reminding myself it's all a mirage. It's amazing because my mind wakes up and it's in a state of anxiety and it's worried. Did I do this? Will I do that? Should I talk to this person? Blah, blah, blah. But none of that is reliable information to act on. I actually have to keep turning those fears and doubts and worries over to God and just trust. Because at the end of every day, when I can find a way to treat my own mind, to, yes. get, to stay in the flow of inspiration, even if it feels like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I feel like I'm really getting enshrouded in this worry. But if I could just find a way to keep redirecting my attention, to take that inspired step, instead of spending all my time with what the worry is telling me to do, find those inspired steps that my actual creative mind is saying. And if I can follow through with those, by the yes. end of the day, I go, oh, my God, there was never anything to worry well, about in the first place. Well, because you notice when we snap out of it, yes. we're both like anytime we – I mean, I I mean, catch us at any of our moments when we're in fear. Right. And I'm I'm like – I know better, and I'm, I'm doing yeah. like – Okay, everything in the book, the affirmations, the right. call ed, remind myself. But I mean, it feels like it's for real, yeah. no matter what it is. But as soon as my mind clicks out of it, nothing's changed. Even the situation hasn't found a resolution physically at that right. time, but everything's changed. Yeah. And now I can't believe I was that consumed. And you know what? I just realized this is the perfect time for our three breaths. Yeah, you know what? Let me just, I'll, I'll lead in with even one little tidbit about my job that leads into these breaths. I had a parent, so I remember I teach oh, special this is a good ed. One. Yes. And I have everything's going smoothly. Monday morning, I get an email from this parent who I literally had talked to on Friday and was content, but it was to me and the principal. And it was like, this isn't being done. Why am I always the person who has to do this and this? And it was like very anxiety driven and and provoking potentially right yes so and it was coming from a parent and it felt very much like it was geared toward me so i had to cut a lot of wires and do a lot of things and i so i said all right i, I talked to her because we're friends right so i said look just put in a clear email just to me what you imagine for your daughter right and well and you also said in plain english in plain english so i can and, and let's make it happen so I get the email, right? And the email basically, so I'm teaching a, a, a fully, uh, what's it called? Like self-contained special ed class. Her description was for like full inclusion, which is the kid is not in a special ed class, is in all general ed classes, right? And I'm going, this is a description of, of uh, full inclusion. Why, is the, why, did you, why did that person put their child in my class if that's what they wanted, right? And, right. and it started to, but I just kept blessing it because I knew all of that anxiety was just a mirage. No matter right. how real, yes. I mean, with the help of Daryl, with the help of the prayer line, with the help of these principles, I kept, because yeah. and with the help of my own inner feeling, which felt so bad and so constricted. And I knew if I feel that way, as real as it seems, this is not 
in divine order. This no. is not what there's another way of looking at this. So I kept blessing yes. it. And you know what? Finally, we got a lot done. And I, I spoke with this parent and back to school night via Zoom. And remember, she sent this email, which was basically saying full inclusion for my kid. And I'm going, why is the kid? Why does the kid in my class? If that's what you wanted at it came out at the meeting. She told me, well, I was going to ask for full inclusion. But when I heard you were the teacher, I wanted her to be with you. I wanted her to be with you. So all of the anxiety and she even told me earlier on this and i was not talking to you see she was talking to the struggle that she's had with the district and yes and the and the legal stuff and people get caught up in the mirage and they're fighting yes. for the mirage yeah i'm sitting here just following my inspiration to teach these kids but she it appeared like she was one of the quote jerks or one of those people out there who seem like why are they like dropping yeah. this all on me on you know? me you know what you brought up a good thing because even in the military the guys yes. i looked up to who were of a higher rank would always talk about how that's how wars start. Yeah. They start out of this mirage. They never start out of clear communication and and right. understanding. Right. They always come from me over here imagining something that I misinterpreted from from the other side. Yes. So it really is an incredible thing to know that none of these fearful states are for real, are ultimately right. for real. And, you know, we've been talking about this a lot lately. Our mind is like a projector. Yes, it is. So if, if we're feeding that projector with like a tape of fearful movie, yeah, it starts to project around us. Yes. But like we also said, the rea the, the actual nature of life is not a battle. Like Morris no. Shin said, it's, a, it's more of a game. It's a yes. joyful experience that is really flowing in a positive direction that when we align with it, prosperity, health, well-being, great relationships, that is really our natural state. And that's yes. why meditation is like you sit down and for a uh, minute. At this moment, I realized, whoa, my mind was projecting all of that. Yes. And, poof. and then once I meditate, I can start, like you said, moving my mind yes. in a more positive direction. Okay. Perfect time for our three breaths. Wait, yes. let's see. Better late than oh, never. We got plenty of time. Oh, yeah. Let's these, take a deep breath. To these are great mind. three breaths. This is a real New Jersey breath, the courtesy of Daryl. So let's take a okay. deep breath. Oh, wait, it's, it's meant in love. <laughs> in a loving way. Okay. Yeah, it's meant to, when we're in that state where we think people are against us, where we really believe the mirage, because no matter how much it's, we tell ourselves, when we're in it, it is like, you it's know, real. it feels real. We're seeing it, right? And it it's, feels like they're really the enemy. Yeah, they're, they're, they're who are these jerks? Why are they trying to make my job harder? <laughs> so, and this also means the different little type of thoughts in your head. So yeah. now I'm ready. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I can ignore the jerks because this stuff works. Uh, I can ignore the jerks because this stuff works. Uh, <laughs> I, I can, can ignore, ignore the jerks because this stuff works. There's the angels. Let me just tell you what May Rowland says to, to follow up what I said earlier, because this goes along with this, because the truth is once we wake up, we realize they're not jerks. They're just people who are also caught up in the mirage, maybe in that moment. And that's why we say it with love in our heart, because we know ourselves when we're if some people pack the musket. They never want to admit that they're uh, feeling like, right. uh, you know, they don't want to admit that they're feeling thinking that about. Oh, I don't think that kind of thing about other people. 
Well, we do. We <laughs> yes. do all the time. That's why we use these tools. Yes. We just know that when it feels that way, it's not good for us. It's like they say, you know, judgment is like handcuffing myself to the negative, the person or the thing that I'm judging. Oh. That's why we let go. We want to be free of those handcuffs. Well, two things. One thing from our live Facebook, Rod Schweitzer said something yeah. great. He says mirage is a great word, and he's referring to Marietti. Baker, yeah, who would say, "Step out of the bad dream." That's yes, a great way. So you can imagine taking right. a step out of the bad right. dream. Yeah. So May Rowan, one way to step out of the bad dream, is she says, "When you're enshrouded in gloom, you can do something about it. If you have been depressed, unhappy, anxious, hurt, or disappointed, you do not need to wait for a certain turn of events in order to become joyous again. The change can come through a change in your thinking." Even in the midst of gloom, drop a thought of joy into your mind, and you will begin at once to get a joyous reaction. Like the ripples that extend out and out when a stone is dropped into a pool, even one thought of joy reaches out and out into your entire life and starts a joyous reaction. Did I say that lady's name right, or is it Mary? No, you're right. I, I think he wrote it. Yeah, yeah. You got it right. You got it right. No, that's why when he wrote it, he wrote it in reverse, in reverse. Let me just go on this because this goes right with it. It's Eric Butterworth. He says, don't let – it's from Spiritual Economics. Go to GeraldNed.com. We have a reading list. We don't sell the books, but we just make links so that so you, you can, can find order them it through online yeah. person easy, add it to your morning routine like we do. Spiritual Economics and Celebrate Yourself are my two favorite books by Eric Butterworth. So in, in Spiritual Economics, he says, don't let the outer happening squeeze you into its box. That's like hypnosis. We get hypnotized and we're looking. We don't realize we're looking into a tiny box. We think that we're looking into like the whole of reality, but we're really just looking into a tiny box. So don't let it squeeze you into a tiny box, but open your mind to the flow of wisdom, of love, and good judgment with which you can deal masterfully with it. It has come to pass. Accept it, but accept it as a changing experience that is on its way out. Something better is on the way for you. If you hold to the thought that it has come to pass, seeing it as a moving experience, suddenly your confidence is restored along with your feelings with the divine flow. And that feeling... That's the feeling that feels so bad about the mirage or the dream or is that feeling of feeling disconnected yes. from our power, from the oneness, from that divine flow. I was on a, a Zoom training for two hours and none of it was pertaining to me. And I knew I should just mute it and go do what I was inspired to do. But I didn't. I let the fear. Maybe I need to hear this, blah, blah, blah. Oh. What if they know? Oh. What if the, they see that I'm not listening? That sucked me so far out of my flow of what I needed to do. but as, And I knew it. I kept going, just go sit in your chair and affirm your oneness. Just let go. Affirm you're a wonderful teacher, whatever. I, as soon as I did that, my blood, my life force started flowing again. And, and it took me about 24 hours to fully get back on solid footing. That's why we got to be, like you said, as the sooner the better when we yeah. feel we're off the beam. The whole universe loves you. The whole universe loves you and you are love. So the sooner I'm willing, it's, it's, Daryl's been a great, friend to me because he tells me don't go to talk to that person and lead with your chin get coffee first let's oh, talk yeah. about it you might realize i don't even need to talk to that person once you step out of the mirage your whole idea of what is required of you might change it does it really does this yes. is reminding me of so many things we're yeah. coming down to the end of this uh the end of this half hour of our show and um i don't know what else to say except i'm just grateful for the people i met and the fact that I was willing to believe what they told me, and I'm talking about the people who introduced me to all these books, to get in the habit of doing a morning routine, my ship would have been sunk. Yeah. You know, especially what's been happening the first portion of this year. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, now things are obviously starting to improve, right? You know, but I had to keep the belief that things were going to improve in spite of what I was hearing, seeing and thinking. And I and I and I had to just hang my hat on those beliefs. Yes. And man, it's it's it really does work. This stuff really does work. And that quote, because a lot of times I find myself shrinking right. um, regarding expressing my joy right. or my lightheartedness among right. certain people because right. I'm afraid they're going to think, well, not all of us have it so easy. Right. You know? And then I start feeling like I got to defend myself. Well, I never had it easy. You know, I had no parents. I had nothing when I was a kid. But I can't do that either because that's going to just that's discordant. That separates me from yeah, God. I was thinking about that earlier because that's like wrestling with yes. the mirage. Don't get caught up wrestling no. and fighting with the mirage. We have to get out, wake up from the mirage. Yeah, so that's where this three breaths. And the fact of the matter is, when I say I could ignore the jerks because this stuff works, it grounds me in these principles enough to where my heart remains open. And ironically, those who I may have thought were jerks, but I they instantly transform yes. into like, you know, I would have to have three shots of 151 and the guy I hate in the bar. Next thing you know, I have my arm around him going, I love this guy. Right. You know, but that's what this stuff works. Only this isn't just anesthetizing my fears. Yeah. This actually dissolves my fears and makes the great reality a demonstration in my in my life. Yeah. And then I can't wait to tell Ed about it. Or, right. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah, it's so fortunate. I agree. And in my case... You know, I'm being told you got to do this, you got to do this to teach. But if I just teach, I'll add all that other stuff in later. Today, I had two kids that have very little verbals, verbalization with their on the autism spectrum because I was just teaching with my heart. I was giving it all out of nowhere. One of the kids read like a full sentence and he verbalized the whole thing, and it happened. It just kept happening. The best was coming out of these kids. It was amazing. But we got to end with this because this helped me so much. When I was in the military, I was working in law enforcement and I knew nothing. I was over my head and it's a scary job to be in, especially when you're a guy who doesn't like confrontation. Yeah. But you got to go where they send you in the military. Right. Same thing with God. And the best thing I got from these books is I may not know anything about how to protect myself or defend myself physically, or I may not know anything about business, but I know about love. And I know all about God. And if I could just remain an ambassador of God's yeah. love in any situation, then I will appear to be a professional. It'll People will assume I'm a success. Yes. But it's really just, that, it's that simple. That's right. All I got to do is know, I don't know anything about this, but I know all about God and I know how to be kind. That's true vulnerability. True vulnerability is actually being vulnerable to the inner flow of God. Yes. And then we're invulnerable to everything else. All right. Coming up next, Unity Minister Richard Mirage saves the day with today's daily word which is power thank you for listening to funniest thing on unity online radio You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. 
Thank you for sticking with us after the break. Yes. And uh, you know what, Ed? What? It's only a mirage. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. And when we realize that, that's when we're we are able to walk our own path. Because what we had the, the breaths from the first segment. I can ignore the jerks because this stuff works. Because the other part when we're in the mirage is I feel like I need to defend myself. Yes. Because I feel so, you know, I feel scared, right? So knowing that this stuff actually works and transforms situations for the better, that's so many of those things in the Bible where the, yes. you know, like the battle was fought on their behalf, where they, un, insurmountable odds, David Stand and Goliath. still. And, stand, yeah, and see exactly. the solution, which salvation means, of the it, law. And it just takes a little practice to realize, even that God will take care of? Yes, yes. even that. So Marion Williamson, in her book, A Year of Miracles, a.k.a. Daryl's girlfriend, Marianne Williamson, says, I will walk my own path today. And a little bit of it says, not everyone will see things as I do or feel what I feel or think what I think, but only my belief that they should can cause me pain. Wow, that's a good one. I will not try to fit in to the crowd today, but rather I'll seek to discern more clearly the path that is mine to walk. That's what these tools and that's oh. what waking up from the mirage allows us to do yes to see and do what's actually ours to do because when we do that our success is guaranteed yes yes it is and it feels so much better to maintain my joy and and have the courage to take steps in agreement with it yes than to stifle myself or defend myself amen yes. all right yes all right, we want to thank all our listeners we also want to thank those of you who actually send us Good old-fashioned parcel post to our P.O. Box, funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Also, you could go to our website, darylanded.com. You could easily email us with one click. You could get That's access. That's the contact form. Yeah, the, the contact form. You could get access to all the readings we read from. You could cut and paste anything you want. There's videos on there. We've got everything on there. It's all Free. Free! And one person we always thank is the man who sounds, makes our show sound so good. And just like every other show on Unity Online Radio, he does a lot of work to make this happen so that everyone can have this inspiration throughout the week. His name is Jeff Comfort, and each week he, he takes, takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. All right. Buzzing the tower. And just jet. the tower. Let's give a shout out to Message of Hope. They provide free spiritual material to those in need, such as the blind or visually impaired community. But they they also uh, provide daily words in Spanish and you know to different hospitals and all sorts That's of things. That's right, everywhere. Their number is 866-421-3066 to support the ministry or to uh, utilize their resources. Give a shout out to the prayer line 800 now pray. 800-669-7729. Yes, we call all the time. But you know what? This is reminding me of a, a longtime listener fan named Krista. Krista Macavina. Yes, she got some interesting news from her doctor. So uh, she's been calling the prayer line. And I just want to have this affirmation in everyone's heads who's listening that God dances in Krista with radiant health. So God, God dances, dances in Krista with radiant hell. So you can imagine oh, yeah, God I see it. I see dancing it. in there with yes. radiant hell. Yeah, you, they also have an app 
It's free at the App Store. The letter U, the word pray. You can type in your prayers. That's right. You can even push one button and call. They have meditations available. If you call, you don't have to talk to a live person if you don't want. There's a, I think it's not, you press two and you can hear a pre-recorded prayer. They're awesome. In your car. Pull it's the over best to the way side to, of the road. It's great. It's the best medicine for waking up from the mirage. Because when you hear someone else who's not living in the mirage and who's living and praying from that awareness of God and of wholeness, and it's just, it's natural for us to wake up in the presence of that kind of light, especially if we're willing. So now it's time for the Daily Word. If you go to Daryl and Ed, you can read, uh, DarylNed.com, you can read the Daily Word. It refreshes in the bottom of our page uh, every day. You can click on it if you want to order it for yourself. We have it as part of our morning routine um, every day. We, we It's always the centerpiece of our show. Our guests come on and read and discuss the Daily Word. Today's guest comes from the uh, Unity of Phoenix, he also, we found him through, I believe it was What is New Thought, correct? It was either that or New Thought. I think it was New Thought, New You. Well, he'll he'll, he'll, he'll he'll remember. But whatever the case is, um, his, the way he found these principles and the way he has applied them and then listening to his talks uh, on the Unity of Phoenix YouTube page where I've been listening to him. I believe they have a Facebook page where they're also posted live. Uh, It's been a great part of... um, my spiritual food of late. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So he's one of the people I remember from the movie because of his story is so uh, it's positive and it also reminds me of the weird way in which I was introduced to the Daily Word. Yeah. So let's uh, welcome Reverend Richard Mirage. Hey guys, it is so uh, such an honor for me to be with you, Ed and Daryl, Daryl and Ed. What's the official title of the of the show? Either way, it's a smoking deal. <laughs> First, because you two are a barrel of fun, passion, and spiritual truth all rolled up together. I'm having a good time just listening. Oh, wow. I don't need to necessarily share anything, but I am am absolutely honored to be with you today. Nice. Now, we recommend both those movies all the time. Which was the one that you were featured in? Was it What is New Thought or New Thought, New You? Uh, what is new thought? I think it, it is what it yeah. was. Okay, yeah. so it was that one. Okay. Yeah, I think it was a few years ago. It was quite a few years ago. Yeah. I, but uh, yeah, it, it was an honor to uh, to be a part of it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and we, we always recommend that movie. We actually um, hosted a, a night at, at the Unity of the West Side here in Culver City to show the movie. It's on Amazon Prime. It's on YouTube as well, I believe. Yes. And um, I didn't even know that. That's cool. Yeah, we highly recommend if you haven't seen it in a while going back because we we'll, we'll just put it on and listen to a few minutes. Yes. And it just puts us into that wakes us up from the mirage. Yeah, you don't even need to be wa- physically watching this movie because just hearing what the 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 featured uh contributors share. Yes. Just gets your mind back and oh yes. Okay, that's right. That's, that's right. true. Oh, I forgot about that. And before you know it, like sometimes I'll be cleaning and I'll leave it on. And I, I'm like high as a kite just from allowing those thoughts to go through my yeah, mind. Yeah, same, same. Um, Reverend Richard, would you mind kind of giving us a, a little bit of a story of how you came to find these new thought principles and how you've applied them and benefited from them? Sure. Um, when I was a kid... I was uh, one of 10 children and uh, really active. It was like the Kool-Aid house. We were always playing games, playing sports. 
And uh, when I got into high school, I loved basketball. I was a uh, co-captain of my high school basketball team and high jumping. I mean, sports were really my life. Um, right. My brother was six years older than me, um, got his uh, master's in physical education and was working on his PhD. And uh, then the day after I graduated from high school, I kind of want to follow in his footsteps. Um, uh, and the day after I graduated from high school, we were, I was paralyzed in a car accident. So I was all excited about my future and it would include athletics. I got a letter from the local university to play volleyball there. And so wow. everything just came crashing down. You know, mm. instead of going to mm. university with my friends, I ended up being in a rehab hospital for six months and being told I'd never walk again. And mm. so I just lost all hope. I just lost. I thought my life was over. And uh, I was in a funk for, for, for quite a bit. And it's interesting because it was my mom who introduced me to unity. And the funny thing is we went to the Presbyterian church, but my mom was getting daily words in Trinidad 60 years before. Wow. And, and somehow after my accident, she was guided to the unity church in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, uh, where we were living. And somehow she got engaged in it and then started bringing me along. But it took a lot of work because I was in a funky place. The mirage of illusion and the stories of hopelessness and my life was over literally was consuming me so much yeah mm. i didn't see any way out you know i was deeply embedded in that mindset that henry david thoreau said that the massive men lead lives of quiet desperation yeah mm. it gets to the place where we feel so beat up beat down that we lose hope and we don't think it can that, that life will ever get better than this and we really just kind of give up in believing that there is anything better. Right. I saw a quote today that said, finding opportunity first begins with believing it's there. Yes. And, uh, you know, this life of quiet desperation is when you get to the place that you don't believe anymore or even allow yourself to believe that something different and better is possible. You know, that they're um, and the opening up to believe uh, in hope and possibilities and that we have the power and the ability to improve our our place. Uh, for me, it was my mom reawakening me with unity. And she got me a few books that really changed my life. The first one was an Eric Butterworth book. Uh, and ah. the title, title alone kind of caught me, which is Discover the Power Within You. Yes, and yes. It was a fabulous book uh, by Dr. Joseph Murphy called um, The Power of the Subconscious Mind. Yes, yeah. yes. She gave me an article about this guy named William Ernest Henley. He was a young poet, and he uh, lost one leg because of uh, tuberculosis and, and some other stuff that he had. And they were going to amputate the other leg, um, but I think his mom said no. But they had to keep him in the hospital for a long time. And through the, the dark night of the soul and all the pain he went through, his, and uh, he had, actually wrote a book called Poems from the Hospital, very creative. Uh, all right. But he wrote a famous poem called Invictus, which means invincible. Mm. And I think you'll remember the line, I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. Yes. That's, yes. And so I was 21 years old or so, and he was that same age when he was writing that. So just reading about him, you know, gave me a sense of hope. Wow. You know, and just hearing inspirational stories or reading a, a Unity book or these ideas can awaken something in us that has gone dormant, where we've really lost our sense of hope 
And that's why shows like yours and, you know, Unity Churches and all these positive speakers, I think is all good for everyone because sometimes it's one word, one phrase, one story, one quote that literally awakens the sleeping giant in us, that power within us that we don't even think is there, but something in us resonates when we hear a story. That's why I love um, inspirational books, inspirational talks, inspirational uh, radio shows, because it, it, you have no idea how many people it's awakening and it's saving and helping and opening them up to get over the mirage of illusion and all the stories we tell ourselves that I'm not good enough and you know I don't have the capacity or the power, the ability or the conditions to live a full life. Those things, those illusions begin to go away and we really grab hold of our own power and open up to possibilities. So, so that's a little of how I got into unity. And then I, it changed my life so much. Remember that there was a commercial that said, I'm just, I'm just not the owner. I, 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 I'm a client, the hair club. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it was for hair pieces. Yeah. So that I was so moved by how unity's beliefs transform my own life that eventually I felt called uh, to become a minister and share this with everyone. Cause I figured if, if it could help me get over what I thought was my life was over, then I want to share these ideas with other people. We, uh, the conditions may be different, but the similarity of feeling hopeless, feeling lost, feeling that quiet desperation needs to be reawakened in all of us. And um, I am so honored every single Sunday or every week that I teach a class to be a vehicle and share some ideas that I hope will awaken or help someone discover the power within them. Yeah, and even just doing this, because this is like for Ed and myself, and we both say it to each other, doing this show, I mean, we don't, our, you know, a lot of people do these shows and it's an advertisement for their uh, success system. Right. Ed and I proudly exclaim that we have the, the no system system for success. <laughs> we're going to just give you, we're just, we may not be experts, but we sure as hell loving share sharing what we've discovered and applied that works in our lives. And what I was saying is, don't you find that the more you, by sharing this, because it really is sharing this love, this discovery of, holy cow, this stuff works. Like, this is for real. Don't you find that the more you share it, the healthier you even become? Right. You know, I think that's the best smoking part of this deal is that each week I get to study and practice principles and learn ideas that help improve my own life, help me release things I need to let go or open my eyes to see things that I sometimes don't always see or take for granted. And then I get to go share those ideas with with others. I mean, it is such a good deal. It's like a double blessing all the way that I get to work on myself Yes. And then share these ideas with other people to encourage them to work on th- their cell, th- themselves, you know, because there's nothing I can really do for them. Right. When you give them ideas, you know, they can pick it up and, and do it for themselves. And then when, when it touches them in the right way, you know, that old line, uh, when the when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So yes, people will hear it exactly the way they need it when they need to hear it. Uh, th- that'll help them take their lives to another level. And you know, yes. what, you know what else you made me think of, too? If I met you, I was just putting myself in my own shoes of where I was when I found unity and my way of thinking and the tendency of my thinking today, too, uh, when I get negative. 
and someone tries to be helpful, um, the tendency is, yeah, yeah, well, that's good for you, you know, or, uh, you know what I mean? You don't understand. You're not going through what I'm going through. And if I had met somebody like yourself and I said to you, yeah, sure, Reverend Richard. Yeah, that sounds great. But you're, look at you. You're like a minister. You got no problems. But then your your past becomes a blessing. Because if I had learned your past, I'd get, I there would be nothing there. Like, because all my defenses were up when I came to this, learn about this stuff. But I had no defense against kindness. And meeting people like you in my life, even though our paths didn't cross at that time in my life, but they cross now, are the type of people that gave me hope because it made me see that this wasn't just like you know what I mean, Ed? Like know, someone who's got yes. who's got all their shit together. And I think, oh, they don't understand. Look at them. They're perfect. Or whatever my silly blocks were to this. But the significance of meeting someone who has gone through something and had the benefit of demonstrating in his life a dramatic change of heart, even if it wasn't completely physical, that got my attention. And that was really what was the beginning of my transformation. So it's guys like you and finding ministers like you who have actually been through these experiences and then continue to apply it. They're not just head ministers. You know what I mean? What was that thing we were, don't don't sell the canned ham? Is that what we were going to? No, uh, yeah, avoid the canned avoid ham. Avoid the canned ham because a lot of truth <laughs> teachers or any teacher, you know, it's all up here. And they learned good words and good things. And it's all good medicine. You know, the message is good wherever you get it. But there's something about hearing it from someone who's still growing, still living it, and yeah. who's experienced no doubt. that it brings the word to life. And it's, yeah. it just makes me want to up my game. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's such a, a privilege. And I think that's what we're all here for. We're here to uplift each other, to inspire each other. You know, and just be the the example uh, for others. We don't. Somebody once said, "You don't. Uh, the best way to preach the gospel isn't with words." Uh, yes. Right. That it, that when somebody just embodies something, you see something, a light in them, or brilliance in them, or or some power to overcome or, or be humble, and it you it it draws you in. It's like the that brightness of their light and their spirit. Yes. And, to want to find that in 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 yourself, not yes. be jealous of them, but actually using their example to uplift yes. and inspire us, to elevate ourselves. Yes, 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 yes. And that's why when we when we teach, I teach art, I teach writing. If I write with them while they're writing, yes. if I do the art with them while we're, it's it's uh, always so much more effective because people learn not just from blah blah blah, you know, what's coming out of our brain and our mouth. It's a, the way we embody and we're expressing it in way in far more ways than we even realize when we're teaching. And so when we're living it with them, with whoever it is, then it really speaks. Yeah, it actually pulls the students in rather than just yes. when you 
don't don't because I teach art a lot and I right. learn not to demonstrate and then say go do it right but give let them know what we're gonna do and then I go okay and then I start doing my own little collage right and that and that energy you know when I start making my collage there's an energy of my creativity going ooh wow right right, right. and they feel that energy yeah, it's yeah. addictive and so they start doing the same that's process. exactly what we're talking about here with Reverend Richard Reverend Richard we got just to make sure the show keeps moving. We like to settle in. We could talk to you forever, but we do have a time frame here. So would you mind reading the daily word uh, sure. that we sent to you? Absolutely. You. Um, the word is power, and uh, the affirmation is, I take dominion over my thoughts, words, and actions. The power of God protects me. Today I hear with renewed understanding this line from James Dillett Freeman's Prayer of Protection. In a growing awareness of oneness with my source, I realize the power of God works through me and as me rather than simply in me and for me. I embody divine power by choosing words that affirm the truth that I am a spiritual being as I navigate the valleys and peaks of my human experience. By expressing my power, I am claiming dominion over my words and thoughts. I affirm statements of truth while releasing negative thoughts and ideas. I think and speak with the authority of my Christ presence. And the scriptures from uh, 2 Timothy, uh, 1st chapter, 7th verse, it says, for God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather a spirit of power and of love and of self-discipline. Wow, that was amazing. Reverend Richard, will you let everyone know once again where they can find you online or even in person? Okay, uh, Unity of Phoenix uh, Spiritual Center. So um, uh, I think it's uh, unityofphoenix.org. Uh, mm -hmm. You can find us or you can just uh, Google uh, Richard Mirage or Unity of Phoenix on YouTube and all of the talks uh, will uh, come up and, uh, and you'll be able to find us uh, quite easily uh, that way. Wonderful. Well, thank you for your time and share that, that daily word is the perfect bow on everything you've been saying and what we've been talking about. So thank you. Um, before you leave, we have a little story. We can't, it's kind of in line. I noticed you tell some pretty good zingers at the beginning of your talks. Um, <laughs> We'll see if we can match it with this little story. No, we can't confirm or deny whether or not this is a true story about you, but we did get it from TMZ. That's right. So Daryl Ed and Reverend Richard were in the middle of the desert when their car broke down. For their hike to the town, they each decided to take one thing with them. Daryl took a jug of water. Ed took a sandwich. Reverend Richard worked especially hard and took one of the car doors with him. Daryl said to Reverend Richard... I'm bringing the water because if I get thirsty, I can take a drink. And it makes sense for Ed to bring a sandwich in case we get hungry, but why bring a car door? Reverend Richard gave a huge knowing smile. If I get hot, I can just roll down the window. <laughs> <laughs> All okay, right. For you. I got one for you. Oh, what, good. Yeah. Let's hear it. What do you call it when you almost get hit by a billboard? What? A bad sign. <laughs> ah, that's almost as bad as ours. <laughs> I, 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 
I was hoping you'd 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 whip one out for us, so thank you. Oh, I hear Enzo coming in, our FedEx feline. That's right. Let's see what the cat dragged in. What we do got, you got we, for us? We got a, a letter from Kate Flores from DarylandEd.com. Hi, Daryl and Ed. Thank you for your podcast. I love them. Your encouraging words and laughter inspire joy in me. Our world feels so serious most of the time, but you remind us, remind me that it doesn't have to be that way. Thank you for bringing smiles to the world. This morning I was studying the Bible story from Matthew 8 about Jesus calming the storm. I came up with the three breaths. When the storms of life move my boat, I choose to just relax and float. We're going to use that one, Kate. Thank you. Yeah, I thought of you guys when that popped in my head. Enjoy, Kate. That goes along with today's show. I know. When the storms of life move my boat, I just relax and float. I know. It takes so much work to stay caught up in the mirage. Thank God when we just we, – Daryl and I call it – we eventually uh, get knocked to the mat because yes. we're so tired of shadow boxing with ourselves. Then God goes to work and we realize, whoa, what was I doing? All right. Randy Becker from the Facebook fan page said, hi, guys. Resentments are my bricks. I leave them at the door. Thank you. Stacy Simmons from Facebook Live said, so great to see you both. Thank you for adding this to your podcast. Just seeing your faces brightens my day. Hey, who is this band? What band is this? And is it En Vogue? I don't know, but they sure are sharp dressers. Yeah, look at it. Come on in. Hey guys, I got a song. Women though. Oh, hi guys, I got a song for you. (laughs) Let's do it. Back to life. Back to reality. Back to the here and now. Yeah. Show me God, decide what you want from me. Tell me because you know I will be there for you. <laughs> okay, visit DarylNed.com to find Richard, we love you. easy links to everything we do. Unity of Phoenix. And as always, thank you for being Jeff a part of Funniest Thing on Unity God, Online Radio. Decide what you want from me. Tell me because you know I'll be there for you. Yeah! Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org.